It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Hello, nerds, and welcome to another episode of the Nerdyverse series on Nerd Herder Podcast. I always trip up because there's so many nerds. There really are. Except there's only two, and I'm one of them. I'm John. I'm here too. Yes, you are. And I'm glad you are, although you may not be, uh, (laughs) when we get into this conversation, because I don't feel like you're going to have a good time. Listen, man, I have opinions about these movies. I've alluded to them before. Yes. I don't like them. Yeah. But you know what? I'm not going to yuck anybody's yums. Uh, well, if you don't, we won't really have content then, will we? So, <laughs> I mean, we're here to yuck some yums, man. Okay, I um, came here to yuck yums and chew bubblegum, and I'm, I'm all, all out, out of... of I'm all out of bubblegum. Um, yeah, so we previewed it um, on our last episode. If you didn't listen to that, then shame on you. I dare um, you. But that we are discussing the Halloween film series. Yes. I uh, recently got a new addition to the series. Um and Which we had wildly differing opinions on. Not really. Not as much as you think. I just didn't talk about it because I wanted to podcast. True. Kept true. the suspense. There you go. Um, but no, yeah, it, Halloween Kills recently released. We've watched it. We enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And wanting to talk about that, but also find a way to talk about just the plethora of sequels, the 12, soon to be 13 films Jeez, in the Halloween series that aren't all connected. On three different timelines. <laughs> yeah. At, Th- four, four, technically, technically if you, four. If four, if you count the reboot. Well, it's it's an alternate timeline. Technically, all they're, so, they're Silver all Shamrock alternate. still exists, but still. So here's what I've got to go ahead and say, all right? And so, yes, welcome to the podcast. This is where we talk about not Star Wars. If you want the Star Wars, that's on our main series that will have a new episode next week. Uh, for now, we're talking about other things we enjoy, which considering it's the spooky season, and we have not had an opportunity to talk about Halloween we... on Halloween. Uh, we're taking advantage of that. We're doing it all in one because it's just such a mental it's anguish. <laughs> it's it's like, if you're going to get it at all, you got to get it all in one. If you thought that the Saw movies had a lot of plot. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we did, we did this bit back then. And that's part of why I like want to get a one and done very Because we don't want to talk about broad. it anymore. <laughs> well, because like the more you talk about it and the more you try and walk through it, the like, and I enjoy the Saw movies, I have to say. Oh, yeah, I, big time. I, if that's not clear from those episodes, or if you go back and listen and it's not clear, they are enjoyable. I yeah. enjoy the tapestry of story, but that story is also buried under a lot of B-movie acting. Like, it's just such a, a, a monstrous amalgamation. Yeah. So, like, I can enjoy that and still say that it's not very good. No. Here, though, I can't say I enjoy it as much, and I can't say much of it is very good. No. So I feel like we're already upsetting people. Hopefully, I don't know how many Halloween Michael Myers fans we have. Um, I, don't, I can't it, think of a single one off the top of my head. It's one of those sort of untouchables. Like, it's viewed as you just, if you love horror, if you love slasher films, if you like Halloween films, you like these movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I just don't agree with that. Yeah. 
Um, and so wanting to kind of dive through all of these in one and discuss them all in one um, and kind of make comparisons as well, because Halloween Kills being a sequel to a sequel-ish, yeah. reboot-ish film. It's tech. It's not technically a trilogy. It's a quadrilogy. Te- it, yeah, it's quadrilogy because technically it attaches to the first one. But yeah. either way. Halloween, we, Halloween, Halloween Kills. We now have this very whatever. modern um halloween that a lot of people enjoy yeah uh it's of a much better quality than films before it and so i think once again michael myers has risen to the top uh echelon of horror uh icons and this time he earned it but yeah for a time he 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 was kind of just riding the lightning of the first movie yep. really so um but so what i was going to say before um that and as we dive in we won't be talking about halloween 3 tech Technically, because it's not a Halloween movie. But it is my favorite Halloween And we movie. talked about it separately. Um, and it, it's, it's, not a, it's not a Michael Myers movie, which I think yeah. is the minimum requirement <laughs> um, for this series. It just it doesn't attach to anything yeah. other than some very appreciated references in some of the newer films. Um, other, otherwise, you couldn't even tell it existed. Oh, seeing the masks in the trailer for Halloween Kills is what sold the movie for me. Yeah. Which I was already excited about it, but like... Which I'm fine with it being just a visual reference. It's not actually meaning anything. Um, obviously, they aren't the masks, but... Yeah. So that said, though, watch Halloween 3. It's Please. a good movie. It's just not a good Halloween movie, and it has nothing to do with Michael Myers. I get so many varied reactions when I say that Halloween 3 is my favorite Halloween movie. That's purely based on quality, though. Yeah. Like, and, and that's, again, for this conversation, it's the idea of, like, it's not fair including it. Because it has nothing to do with everything else. Um, and that's arguably part of why it's actually really good, too, is it, it's its own movie. So yeah. I... I like to refer to it just as season of the witch because i mean i just think it's its own entity Mm -hmm. um it just due to poor decision making got tacked onto the series Uh, as soon as they made halloween 2 john carpenter uh and and deborah i believe is her name um their original vision for an halloween anthology series died yeah as soon as they were talked into continuing or even quote unquote ending the story that they had originally began in Halloween, it their original idea was over. Because that's what Season of the Witch was. Yeah. Um, and so that's why it's just it was one of these things like, all right, Michael Myers is dead now. Can we do what we want to do? Uh and then they do it and everybody craps on them <laughs> because <laughs> audiences didn't <laughs> get it. Uh which I understand. I get you know. it. But it's it's such a good movie. So there there's our first mm, hottest take i guess of super hot is take. that halloween 3 is one of the best classic halloween movies yeah uh it's just not not included in this list no and i think you know the original halloween gets a lot of credit for being one of the first american slashers it's not the first i'm gonna go ahead and say that right black christmas is the first american slasher it's not even american really it was just po- popular in america right and it was just very under the waves um this it was like this halloween 1978 when it came out um john carpenter's halloween this it it was lightning in a bottle of the right the right people knowing the right Mm -hmm. people with the right passionate and willing uh crew that made a movie happen that shouldn't have been popularized that but 
again, foot in the door, got on the major airwaves. And so mm-hmm. it's the first critically acclaimed and, and, and uh, widely recognized slasher film, yes, but not the first. Yeah. No first is horribly. the first. No. Um, but yes, it, it, but it changed it because it got to the top. It, it got yep. a, a voice. And that's why like, I feel like horror is such an unevolved uh, film series because it's just constantly we're trying un- to recapture. Yeah, and, and it's always in the basement. Like it's always, and, and some people think that that get, like real horror is not mainstream or what. I don't think that matters. No, but to get good horror movies, we have to get into the mainstream. Yeah, and here's the thing: we both hate the term elevated horror for a reason. <laughs> right? Yeah. It like when when you talk about horror movies and the ones they mention are like Get Out, Hereditary. Fantastic. You know, like good movies, but they're movies that it's only because of the names attached to them. It's yes. only because of a certain actor in them. It's only because of somebody knowing somebody. Yeah. I mean, and those movies are fantastic to, in them in their own right because they're creative. They're unique. But you can also look at a movie like Behind the Mask, mm-hmm. which is a slasher movie. Yeah. And say, oh, my gosh, that is just as creative and unique. But it still gets swept under the rug as "quote unquote" right. horror trash. Well, and Hell House uh, Hell is a really House. good one, really, really good example of a good, very movie. uh, movies that just get passed over. Haunting of Deborah Logan, and so or the taking of Deborah Logan. If it if it wasn't for films like Halloween, yes, we wouldn't have many of the films we got later. But Halloween's a perfect example of why mainstream horror works. Mm-hmm. I will say. Th- this got by a lot because it wasn't as it wasn't grindhouse there was horror. There no blood. It was, uh, you know, it just it it didn't do what a lot of people think, but it didn't take away from the story they were trying to sell. Uh, sell. So, Hall- Halloween in and of itself is the Beatles of horror movies, I think. Uh, in that, you like, hate the Beatles. it revolutionized things um, without necessarily being the end all be all spectacular thing. I don't think Halloween is the best like horror movie, Halloween movie. I don't I, it's it's good. It is yeah. really really good. It's a great movie and it's iconic. It is. And and I I just think it's again that lightning in the bottle of like it's not something somebody storyboarded or worked on to make it that way. It just is what it is. It's this beautiful passion project. All of the best movies happen by accident. Um, so, I mean, we've kind of discussed it now and, and walking through the first film, but what, what are some of your, uh, biggest thoughts on the first film? Is it, sorry, I just wanted to say for anybody expecting a shot by shot, it's, this is it. We're just talking about the films. Yeah. That's, Uh, this is very general. We would need a lot, uh, a lot of illegal substances (laughs) in our system to, uh, willingly discuss every detail of the. These ridiculous movies. So that free fitty and some Chuck E. Cheese pizza. But, yeah. but in big thoughts, uh, the biggest elevatedest thoughts you have. <laughs> Ooh, my big uh, on brain Halloween. thoughts. Yeah, big brain thoughts on Halloween. Ooh, so wrinkly. Um, well, I think, like I said, it is one of the most iconic movies to ever exist because it is unique in the way that it was made. Like it was made by a bunch of weird kids who just wanted to make a good movie. Yeah, it was originally the the babysitter murders. Yeah, so. and and it w- it was all always built on just yeah. the idea of stalker. Like, exactly, that's the, what made it scary. These very normal, relatable characters 
tracked down by this very unexplicable, uh, you know, and the persisting shape. presence of evil. Like, yeah. it's just, like, and, and that's one of their things going back. Like, I think the first Halloween movie benefits from a lot of the later films sucking because it, in retrospect, looks so yeah. much better. Well, and it's... It's so wonderfully shot as well. It's got some of the best it's, sustained steady cam shots. It's a great example. And and I'll even compare it to um The Grudge, mm. the original, the real one. The good one. Um where like cinematography in that film Beautiful. is amazing. The quality overall like like it's like workshop. It's like it's like playwright. Like it mm-hmm. it's it's nothing but, to gawk at. The shots of Kiako coming out of the closet. But it's so, yeah. Fantastic. It, it's so well done, you don't linger on the quality. Yeah. And Halloween is exactly that, where, like, they knew how to make a good yeah. movie. And that's all the vision of John Carpenter, who is a fantastic director. Like, if you have not traipsed through his filmography, do yourself a favor. Skip the Invisible Man. <laughs> well, that was actually part of what got this made, was this weird guy with a talent John Carpenter that they gave this movie to. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really good movie. And again, again, I think it's this very reverent thing. And I, I wouldn't take any of that away. But no. it, again, it's, it's a really good movie that just never quite, until more recent years, got followed up well. Yeah. Um, Halloween 2 eventually came out. And like I said, that came out to put an end to the Michael Myers story. Because yeah. The idea originally was every year we'd have a new scary story. But then in the dark, yes. nobody would shut up about Michael Myers. Exactly. Like that's that's the problem with how iconic it is. Ex- is that right. You have an icon. Yeah, and you you have the pressure to do something with it. Yeah. Um, especially with such a cliffhanger that the first one uh gives us too. Yeah. Um and so Halloween two comes along and I feel like it's fine. I yeah, I mean it's got a lot of good stuff to it, but it's definitely that sort of parsley follow up of just like we're we're literally we're we're making this movie because money, like mm-hmm. which isn't a bad reason. Jobs are a thing, yeah. You know, like um, there's a really great interview with Christopher Lee about how much he hated the Dracula movies, yeah. Um, where he talks he about to pay bills though, yeah. He he talks about like who was I to deny people jobs? Mm-hmm. Like he literally took his job so a hundred other people had jobs and it's just one of those things where it's just like i feel like that's what this film really is is it's it's taking something that guarantees work for people and at the end of the day gets to be okay yeah um i liked the follow I, i this is the only sequel dr loomis i liked Yes, because after this, he just goes full nut job, crazy Lewis. Yeah, I don't mind him in the first one. No. Uh, so, and I, most of what I want to talk about about the first one will circle back to when I talk about the remake. Yeah. Um, but as far as sequels go, mm-hmm. yeah, in this one, it's very much just like, he's now seen the horror. Like, yeah, he had a crazy kid, um, it, you know, uh, for those 15 years in the hospital with him, but... No, nothing ever happened that gave him reason to yeah. be crazy. No, I I think we're supposed to like. I think we're supposed to read that seeing the horrors that Michael wrought was what drove him crazy. Exactly, and so this one gives him a reason to be more. Yeah. Um, and I, I get now um what 
because you talked about like with Halloween Kills, it's like, oh, it's Halloween too. Yeah. Uh, it's better, but I yeah. I get it. Of it, it definitely didn't know what to do with this final girl survivor. It didn't know what to do with this villain. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we escalate him? How do we make him more? Like, what do we do? Um, yeah. We we make them siblings. <laughs> apparently. Exactly. And you know what? I think something that I forgot to mention is that I think one of the big failures of the Halloween franchise is how much of a blank slate Michael is. Like, instead of getting better in the later films, like Freddy Krueger, for instance, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, he just continued to be nothing, really. Well, it gave too many opportunity for every director to tell a different yeah. story and and it feels and that that's the inconsistency that we feel like we get as the films go on it just feels like they continue to add on something that like here's the thing if you can justify michael you can justify the movie yeah right so clearly him continuing to come back this obsession with jamie or with with this family like it has to come from somewhere it has to be purposeful because otherwise why make the movie right the only time the only time the film is 80% unrelated to anything myers ish is halloween resurrections Ugh. and we see what kind of garbage that is <laughs> so it's just like yeah. cuz like what's that like other than the first 30 minutes what does that have to do with the halloween story not a single g dang thing right so that it's constantly coming back of like we have to justify michael we got they you know you see john they Spent so much time wondering if they could. <laughs> Whatever. But they didn't think about if they well, should. Well, uh, Freddie, like, you brought him up. So, you know, Freddie went through the same thing. Every film felt like, wait, didn't we kill this guy? How in yeah. the heck? Oh, because, see, you thought it was demons. Turns out it, it's Satan. Or, like, it's because, we had to escalate. It's because Robert England is one of the most charismatic dudes in the entire he just universe. Want, he just makes you want to make another movie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Halloween 2... Um, Halloween and Halloween 2, I think, are a good pair. I agree. I think um, Halloween 2 is good enough to follow up. I think it wraps up well. Loomis is dead. Myers is supposedly dead. And at the end of the day, our our main girl, Lori, Lori gets to survive. Yeah, and that's like, the end of the series. I feel like that's good. Yeah. Um, and, of course, then they try to venture off. They have their little season of the witch. Uh, and yes. then eventually come back. They, it's funny how Myers and uh, Voorhees had the same exchange, right? They all, they both had one movie where it was not about them, and then they come back with a vengeance. Except season of the witch is good. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that one. Like, <laughs> I'll give you that one, hands down. Um, yeah, part four, not good. No, not, not great. Not good uh, at all. But immediately followed up with a really good movie. Yes, 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 yes. Agreed. Unlike Halloween 4. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Halloween 4 and 5. So there's a universe where Halloween 1, does it go right into the return? No, it's Halloween No, one, right, because Loomis two, is burned, so. And then uh, H- 4 and H2O, 5. And no, 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 4 and no, 5. 4 and 5. Yeah, we haven't gotten That's to h right. I, I was trying to remember which one skipped Halloween 2. This one follows up because Loomis is burned. Yes. Because somehow How to get that burned. sucker. How to get burned. <laughs> and and the fact that they didn't give him a scar over his eyes Dude, so he could just be Blofeld again. He was just Blofeld. Which, can I just 
can we talk about that? Can for I a point second? out that like he went from at least in my eyes, like in bl- your his, one his Blofeld eye? is really good. Oh. A great villain to our our illustrious James Bond, right? Not only is he Blofeld, but he's also Nosferatu Vampire in Venice. Really? Yes. He is oh, fantastic. No wonder he's so problematic. Um so <laughs> well, yeah. he's not Nosferatu. He plays a kind of Jonathan Harker oh, character. He didn't even get to be the the guy. He was great. He though. could have been. He could have been he because he been. is insane. Like <laughs> I don't I don't think a lot of this was just the character and him no, being like it's I, just Donald Pleasant. It's just him. Like there's so many stories of him just being freaking wasted on set for sh- like like the the scene uh, where in the first one they're driving up, they see the people like wandering around because Michael was broke out. He was like, if you if you watch that back, all the scenes where he's just like, like he's drunk. Yes, dude's wasted. And I'm just like, what happened? What happened between James Bond and Michael Myers to this poor man? Alcoholism. And then he just keeps coming back, and it get, keeps getting worse. <laughs> like. D- there's a point in this story where Dr. Loomis is the villain. Oh, it's from like <laughs> and it's Halloween before Rob Zombie. Four on. That is <laughs> it's when just, Dr. Loomis is the villain. You can't redeem him. So like four and five like are a two two for like... as well. So like so in this one, after Halloween two, Lori survives. Yes. Meets a man. Maybe it's Ben Tramer. No, it's not, because he died in Halloween two. Never mind. That's right. So she doesn't even get her happy ending. Um she she Joe Joe. Joe Nobody. Joe Money. You know, they meet in the cafe Halloweeners and (laughs) fall in love. Have a kid. Car accident. Or accident. Now the kid ends up pulling a a Lori Strode, Mommy is in a sanitarium. So the same thing that happened before. Tragedy strikes the Myers family and then Lori is put up for adoption, taken by this other family. Oh, no, Jamie. Uh, Jamie is her name. In this one. That's what I'm saying is oh. what happened to Lori happened to Jamie. Right, 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 right. It's all right, poetry, right. blah, blah, blah. It rhymes. That That's the point. So we end up with Michael's niece as the main character. <laughs> so stupid. And I almost like what the fourth one did. I Like, there's so much stuff that goes on, but essentially there's this whole, like, culty thing. Whatever. The it, cult of the thorn. It's not as big until Halloween 5. And at least Halloween 4, it's a solid... Michael's still alive, finds out he has a niece and goes yes. after her, and then the niece somehow seemingly she has a psychic gets the crazy. connection. Yeah, with Michael because psychics were all the rage. Oh yeah, uh, in the late eighties, early two thousands, uh, and so yeah, like the fourth one's not horrible. I mean, it's as good as Jason takes Manhattan. Which Ooh, that's not low, very good. Very low that's for you. That's not very good at all. See, I still can watch that movie and have fun. I like Jason X. I I can still okay. So I would say maybe this is the Jason X. Halloween Five is the uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Ugh. Right. Okay. Ugh. So there you go. It's it's not great, but it's Jason fun. Jason takes a boat. But then they immediately follow it up with the fifth one, where like I said, they go full cult, where for whatever reason, and I think it's. Explained better in like I think it's called the director's cut or producer's cut. I don't remember. The producer's cut, I think. Um, they explain it better in that there's this big cult surrounding Michael, and he's got like this caregiver, uh, who like instructs him to take uh, like carry out evil deeds. Right. He's uh, 
He's got evil in him. So he is the manifestation of evil, which is the metaphor that we've been going through throughout the entire series. But now we have a physical representation through the cult of the thorn. Yes. Um, and so they're trying to justify the the well, how the, he keeps the dialogue. Back. Yes, yeah. that how he's so strong, uh, unkillable, and also why Loomis fears him so much in the first one. Again, the first f- film does not give you a no. reason to be afraid of this man. Like no. the dude's five nine. Yeah. Like everybody mis like interprets that he's five foot nine. He is average. Jackson's taller than him. Like, and he's lanky. Like, I mean, if you look at him in the first film so much, he is not scary. He's also like 23. Yeah, it's just, it's not intimidating, okay? And then as it tacks on, it tries to say, well, he might not be intimidating, but the fact that you can't kill him, you can't stop him. If he he has a mission, he's going to persist with that. They're trying to retroactively make up for it, I guess. the mission? I don't, I don't understand what money, the mission. Daddy, money. what is the mission? The the it it, it is money. Um so yeah, and then um Jamie kind of doesn't get to be as she's she's cute. She's a cute kid. She's yeah. a cute kid actor, but not a character. Yeah, it's it just doesn't follow up well. And then she dies. And then she dies in the sixth one. Yes. After so, like Having Michael's baby? Not what is that? I, what they're trying to insinuate? I, I think yes. Really? I I am pretty darn I sure. I think I think it's just a baby. I think they're just trying to have a new Michael because a girl can't be Michael. Of course not. Um, because how? Like so again, it's centered all around him going after Jamie, and slowly, uh, through Doctor Loomis's exploration, we find out more about Michael, this cult of Thorn, and blah blah blah, um, and. It just ends up with this idea of maybe Michael's dead, but Jamie's going to be the new one, except they never explore that. No, they don't explore anything in these movies. The, the cult takes Jamie. She ends up having a baby that might, I, I think it's meant to be the new Michael. I, well, how did she get pregnant is the thing. I don't know. I don't think Michael was around. I don't think, I think Michael, was I don't think Michael was handy at, at the moment. I think, <laughs> I, I, you know, they probably <laughs> asked Paul Rudd to do it. Okay. Because. That the best and worst part of Halloween Six is Paul, is Paul Rudd freaking Rudd in, in his, his first, first role, film, and just, he's just doing a lot. Yeah, he you enjoy him all the way, because even if it doesn't Paul make sense. Rudd. Yeah, this is pre Wet Hot American Summer, Paul Rudd. This is pre everything, Paul Rudd. <laughs> um, and so yeah, like they try and wrap it up and tease at the same time again. So like, no, no Michael is out of the picture. Somehow Loomis is involved. Um, it goes nowhere. I don't know. I, Donald Pleasant's um, death changed the story. Because yeah. it was meant to be that he kills the cult leader, but then the responsibility of being Michael's caretaker passes to him. So it's yep. like this. I kind of like that storyline of like, ha, you wanted to kill this guy. Now you can't. Now, now you're obligated to him. Here's the thing. Four, five, and six are basically just like the film representation of throwing spaghetti against the wall and just being like how about this here's the thing what do you think of this do do something do do something else get a different character why did it have to be michael myers only because the mask and the name sold these movies like they Mm -hmm. they at least got people to try them let's 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 talk about the mask for a second first movie mask is beautiful it looks scary Uh, i thought you were going to be like oh it's based on yeah it's captain kirk we know yeah we know we know um after that, 
it just slowly degrades in quality until we get to Halloween 2018, which is Which I think is because they tried to make something, I guess. Because, like, the first one, it was literally go out and find a couple of masks. Um, and fun fact, the clown mask that child Michael wears in the opening scene was the second choice. So they, yes. that was the, the person that went and got the masks. That was his favorite. That was the one he liked for whatever reason. As soon as they went with the Shatner face, it, it, everybody yeah. just was scared of it. Well, he, he widened the eye holes. He painted it white and he did something with the hair. I don't remember what it was. And I think, I think that's where the idea of the shape comes from. He's just so yeah like there there's no readable reference he's so plain Mm -hmm. and i think that's what's most unsettling is it's just like there's nothing spectacular about it but at the same time catching glimpses of that you know in your peripherals uh you know in in dim light oh no like that is scary in another thing (laughs) if i could go on another rant in two minutes please do okay so the head tilt he does it in the first movie. Badly. B- b- badly? I, but there's a point behind it. This is supposed to show that he is admiring his work. But after that, they do it in every single freaking movie. Every time he pins someone to the wall. You, you want to know? I know why. What? Well, you, you sure you want? You, you sure you know and you want to know? Humor me, darling. It was literally just like a bland direction. Yeah. Like, it was literally just a Turn your head. do this thing. And yeah. that's why when you watch that shot, he does it like four times. It's because, yeah. like, everybody was always like, and I even just recently saw this in a comment section on something about the new movie Halloween Kills, um, praising the the current Michael um, He's doing actor. fantastic. He is, absolutely. The thing is, what he is doing and what he is being directed in is intentional. Yes. What Nick Castle did in the original, it was just a dude. The dude wasn't. The dude is not a physical act. Like the dude was one of the ones that helped get the movie made. It was literally just a matter of, he hey, the property now. Anybody can be this character. Do you want to do it? Yeah, that's the point. And so everybody's always like, oh, he walks just like him, and it's just you know, it lists like ten reasons why it's the most scary. Like, yeah, because was, he's acting dude, like Nick Castle. <laughs> Who who was a dude that just walked? Yeah, like that's what's funny it's about it is walk. we make it so mystical. Yeah, we we're like Nick Castle's amazing because he had all these intrinsic thoughts and all these other things. Like no, it's like the Harrison Ford point. He just does that. The dude just yeah, like it just it happened and we made it important. Yeah, like it's just so crazy. We deify um, these characters to a point where we forget, and we want it to matter because like it because we can't just be like oh, I love when he does the head tilt thing. I hate it. Like. We ha- like we have to justify like yes. no I love it's such an artistic thing and you know it just adds so much depth to his character because you can see he really shut, it doesn't like, it doesn't do it's anything. stupid after the first movie and then like so so yeah like that's one of my biggest nitpicks yeah. uh, is how deified the first film is yeah. well and don't get me wrong I love it when he pins people to walls it's one of my favorite things he does. Because, you know, those walls, they, they need to be decorated. Sure. And, you know, any random kitchen knife will just hold the, the weight of an <laughs> it's a great a, a average kill. body. Okay. I like that kill. <laughs> I like when it makes sense. It's dumb, <laughs> and I love it. Um, so, I don't... Uh, so, the mask, yes. The mask, yes. Which, and I think that's the thing, is they try to physically recreate it. They try to make those. Yeah. Um, you can tell when it gets mass-produced. 
Yeah, you can tell when it was made for the film. It just, it looks made. Mm -hmm. The first one looks real because it is real. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't really until um, the reboots and and the um, recent sequels, I think, that they did a good look for Michael again. I agree. So uh, you have the pretty solid Halloween, Halloween 2. Can definitely give our seal of approval for, but once you get into 4, 5, and 6, you start to see the curse. So, uh, and that's one of them. Um, that, that's that's uh, Halloween 6 is the curse of Michael Myers. You see that the curse of Michael Myers isn't that he kills people. It's, it's that he kills sequels. <laughs> yeah. He's not good at sequels. None of these stories go anywhere. Like, we barely follow up in the next movie. Okay. I'm, right. I'm just going to. Which is exactly I'm why. So we get angry. Halloween H2O. Yes. So fun fact, this was my first Halloween movie. Really? Yeah. Um, I watched it with my mom. This came out around the time I was getting into these kinds of films. I, and I, yeah, I was very young. If people do the math, um, this was, I was watching this along the likes of, um, you know, of, of Jason X. I was watching this along with um, Child's Play, Predator, Alien, all, all of these movies. So it wasn't out yeah. of place. No, it was um, 2000s horror. It was, it was, it was the 2000s. just what I grew up with. Some people had Care Bears. I, I had serial killers. Um, and I, it turned out fine. So it turned out. the reason we watched this movie, though, is literally because. So if you re- listen to our recent episode uh, where we recount our first podcast episode, yeah, we celebrated 100 of our Star Wars-centric main show episodes um, uh, recently. And part of that, I recount how I got into Star Wars and how one of my earliest Star Wars memories is finding a recorded tape that held seemingly Star Wars Episode 1, 2, and 3. Yes. It was Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, but to my child brain, I was like, oh my gosh, how did George Lucas get in my house and put this here? Uh, So clearly, I'm an idiot with box tapes, titles, any of that, right? So, of course, when I find this on the shelf, I'm like, oh, wow, it's water. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember exactly what my thought process was, but I was like, H2O, water. And I I remember, like, thinking this was the stupidest movie because I was like, where's the water? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I see this this weird dude, this funny night guard. Where's the water, though? You had no contact. This is a high school. Like, there's no water here. There's not even a pool. It was so stupid. You were thinking you were going to watch The Faculty. I I don't know. I don't know. I was really into um, shark movies at the same time. Like, I loved Deep Blue Sea and all that. So I guess, you know, I, I loved, I, I loved, for whatever reason, these horrible, like, uh, monster movies, Lake Placid and Anaconda and such. So I was like, surely this goes along with that. You know, Michael, Michael Myers, Michael Myers uh, gonna hold is you the tight. scariest of, of great sharks. So anyway, so I ended up watching this movie, and um, what's funny is this was very similar to like how uh, I started with um, Alien Resurrection, mm-hmm. um, also a, a Halloween title. But um, I started with Alien Resurrection. Was like, wow, this is a fun, crazy movie. I love these creatures. And then retroactively being like, oh, you like this? You should see the good one, right? <laughs> um, uh, of course, commentary from my mom. Um, yes, of course. And so then get seeing Alien and, and whatnot. So similarly, this, watch this, stupid because there's no water. <laughs> and, and then she's like, okay, let me show you a good one. And then I go back and see some of the earlier films and everything. Yes. Anyway. I love your mom. This is a good movie. Yes, it I, is a very I, good I'm movie. biased because I have that nostalgia, but it's actually a really good movie. 
Having gone back and rewatched it. <laughs> you don't have to agree with me. I'm just saying. I know. I, it's a good Halloween movie. Okay. We're we're talking in the bubble of bad, bad Michael Myers movies, right? Like, yeah. we're only comparing these to other Halloween films. In yeah. that in that realm, in that in the realm of Haddonfield, which is, doesn't even take place in Haddonfield, right? It doesn't it doesn't beat m- other. It's better classics. than Jason Takes Manhattan, which is my the, that's your bar. My I get ranking. it. I'll work with that. Um, I I loved Jamie in this. I thought this was a great Jamie's follow fantastic. up um, to Lori. Can we talk about Jamie Lee Curtis for a second? Sure, because she is a delight. She is a freaking peach of a human being, and I hope only good things for her she's for the a, rest of her life. Yeah, she's she's a wonderful person. She's very funny. She's very so funny. normal and real. Like Freaky Friday is probably the most accurate portrayal of yes. her. Where that like she just showed up to work and played herself, I think. Like she's just genuinely awesome. I'm like the crypt keeper. <laughs> and and I think this I love that is movie. right around that time where she just was really being recognized and, and hired to be a lot of herself. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's not to say, like, that's not a downplay of her acting. Like, she still had a job oh, to do. She's fantastic. But Boy. I think so much of it came natural because she put so much of herself in the characters. It's the same thing with Knives Out. I think she does such a good job because she's a sassy mom. Versus the first two Halloween movies where I think she's played up to the stalked babysitter side of yeah. it of, no, this is innocent girl. This represents all innocency of, of, of young women and everything. Like, this is what we must protect. This is, you know, uh, it, like, I just, I feel like it's almost two different characters. But I will say, mm-hmm. as a, a preview to some of my later opinions, this is a better follow-up to Lori and probably one of the more accurate ones. Like, the, the ones where I'm like, I can watch 1, 2, and H2O and it's the same character. And for just me. ignore resurrection altogether. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Re- resurrection. Just, hot just leave it where it is. This is either a really <laughs> good ending or what you know to be a really good cliffhanger. Yeah. But, but you don't, don't confirm it. Don't go to the next one to confirm it. Agreed. Because the first thirty minutes of Halloween Resurrections is not worth it. It's really not. I, I don't like Resurrection. It's not good. But you know what? I know someone who does like it. Really? Yeah. I'm not going to out them. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't want the man coming for them. No. Um, but, like, I, she is someone who I trust her horror opinions, but she does like this I, I don't know this person. I owe them nothing. That's a bad take. <laughs> this is not a good movie. Um, so, yeah. I, how, H2O was a really good, here's what worked in the previous ones. Here's what's modern. I mean, yeah. again, Scream had just come out. Like, this is what works now. It, it takes new and old very well. And then Halloween Resurrection does the same thing uh, that Halloween 2 suffered from uh, and what so many other slasher and horror films suffer from. Of, made a sequel just to it was a really, sequel. Yeah, it was really popular. Let's do another one. Real yeah. quick. No plot. Just do. Uh, We're going to add Buster Rhymes. And you get a movie that just, just sucks. I just... There's not much great about it. Like I said, it has nothing to do... With the Halloween story, at, at, which at least at this point involved um, his 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 stalked girl uh, Vendetta, like at least he had a point of going after Laurie. Of yeah. y- you attempted to kill me. No, this is just him killing people because he's Michael Myers. Yeah, it's just it's just Michael Myers in Spooky House. Yeah, 
like it could have been much like uh four, five, and six. It could have been any character. It could have been yeah. its own entity altogether, and yet they slap Michael Myers on it. And here's the irony when they do that. You don't get a Hall- good Halloween movie and you don't get a good horror movie when you do that. No, you don't. You could have at least had a good horror movie that had nothing to do with Michael Myers. But you decided to jam this character into your nothing movie. Yeah. So I will I will say it's better than four, five, and six. Like I can watch this one. Yeah, I agree. Um I, I feel like there's at least levity to it. Whereas four, five, and six, because it tries to be it tries to be elevated. It tries to have a plot. And it does so bad at it. It really does. It that, got uh what's her face? Tyra Banks in it. Yeah, it's just this this just doesn't do a great job, but it's viewable, I'll say. But yeah, it's it's worth skipping. Like so at this point, your your Halloween watch through includes You're weaned out. One, two, and H two O. Exactly. In my opinion. I, that, I that's a fine slightly disagree. That's a fine set. <laughs> this is a fine mess of turnips. Um but yeah, Halloween Resurrection sucked so much that it put Michael Myers to bed. For a good while. A very good while. Um, until uh, very much reinvented and rebooted with uh, Rob Zombie in 2007. I'm going to let you talk. Um, so, I really, really enjoy this movie. I think it is a Halloween movie worthy of the kind of icon that Michael Myers had become. So, like, everybody views, by that point, this legendary character... And I just never saw that. I, I'd seen bad movie after bad movie. The first one was really good. The second one was fine. But overall, it's just never been... I, I never got the hype. And then I feel like Halloween uh, 2007, Rob Zombies, comes along and gives you a character that deserves that level of like hype and interest and everything. Um, it's a, I think it's a really good... Uh, a well-made film and, and on top of that I feel like it honors the first film very well I feel like it references very well and they really attempt at recapturing a lot of the motifs but in a more modern and a much scarier way uh, in the meantime Rob Zombie actually gets to go back and fix things that the later films tried to do for the first film they give him a backstory they make him make sense and they keep the best thing that Halloween 2 did and make them siblings. Mm-hmm. I think it's the stupidest thing in the world to like disconnect that. Otherwise, it's just like for Halloween 1 as its own film, I get it. Crazy man stalks random girls, right? But then he keeps coming back and he keeps coming back and he keeps coming back. Why? Like he could kill anyone he wants. He could do whatever he wants. Why keep coming after this girl? It makes sense that there's a familial connection, I think. So I like that early on they established that's that's true here. That's his motivation, right? Uh, and and then you've got so much like with um, Friday the Thirteenth or Thirteenth with Jason, um, it's the later portrayals that are the most iconic for me. You get. Um, Oh my gosh, his name just escaped me. Kane Hodder, there we go. Oh, yes. You get Kane Hodder, Kane who Hodder. is, even though he comes in in the uh, seventh film? Yeah, uh, um, seven. You, no, it was before that, right? Was Wait, it six? Yeah, it was six. I think it was six. Um, 
Either way, you get him coming in halfway through, and now he is, He's much Jason. respect to everybody else, he is Jason. Yeah. For me, Taylor Maine is Michael Myers. This dude is a freaking meat tank. This dude is a <laughs> He is the midnight wall. meat train. He's huge. He is massive. And he's one of the friendliest dudes ever. Like, I just, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that they finally made Michael Myers scary. Like, they finally emphasized, no, you should be afraid of the boogeyman. Like, he's not just some random stalker. Like, he is a monster. And, yeah, it's done in a film that has some very raunchy bits. Some very grotesque bits because it's Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. I think the things I like outshine that so much that like it doesn't bother me as much. And the first film is definitely not very Rob Zombie. In the my second opinion. one. The second one is. I'm not arguing for that one. That one's horrible. <laughs> you don't need to watch that one, though. Just watch 2007 and appreciate it, please. <laughs> I don't like these movies. You I just don't like Rob Zombie. It's not that I don't like Rob Zombie. I, I enjoy uh, Dragula as an album. <laughs> um, but, like, I I don't know. His filmmaking style is not my cup of tea, if that makes sense. Like, I, I'm not a huge fan of... I, I think House of a Thousand Corpses is a fun movie to watch if you're just watching it in a group. But I don't like Devil's Rejects. Mm-hmm. And I don't like Three from Hell. Mm-hmm. Because they are so Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There are people who love those movies. And who am I to poo-poo the fact that they like those movies? They're just not for me, personally. That's right. Um, and I can't really... Well, I can put a couple of fingers on a couple of things that I don't like about it. But, like, whatever, man. Just ain't for me. I get that. And I didn't come here to change your mind. Because I know I'm not <laughs> going to. I'm you just... did not come here to chew bubble gum. I'm just going to end up frustrated. Yeah. Um, because I'm stubborn. Yeah. And I just... I, I really have strong feelings about this movie... And it's fine. And, you know, it's just going to be what it be. I, I know you don't like it. And I know a lot of people don't. And, and here's the thing is, like, I'm not defending all of Rob Zombie's work with this. I'm not excusing everything. And I'm not saying that a lot of things that he does uh, in, in his films and with his films aren't problematic. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying that I think in one case he got it mostly right. Because he is a fan of Halloween. Yeah, and, and that's that's something, and, you know, if, if anybody's seen, he's working um, on uh, The Monsters, uh, a little bit of a passion project of his. What I found is if he really cares, he will get more right than not. Yes. If you pay him to make a movie that will make money, he will do that. He is the Michael Bay of horror films. Am I wrong? Like... He will make a movie that will make money and look good doing it and piss a lot of people off. Yeah. But he'll make it and you'll be okay. You know what? Not you. I mean the company. Oh, no. I know you were kind yeah. of talking to me there a little bit because you know how I reacted when I found out that he was doing the monsters. Yeah. And I'm optimistic about it because I've seen what he can do with something he enjoys. Yes. Like, I've seen what he can do with a passion project versus, because literally, here's the thing the first movie he was yeah. brought on. He, like, just banged his head at a wall to get this movie done. Yeah. Then they were like, all right, we're going to make another one, right? Because that was so good. And he didn't want to do it. And you can tell in the next movie. Because he just made a Rob Zombie music video. Right. Like, And when you look at House of a Thousand Corpses, where he sets up this thing that was never meant to go anywhere. It just was what it was. Yeah. And then all of a we sudden. Chop Top. That was great. It gets followed up 
with sequel after sequel where it's just a matter of, I mean, sure, I can make another movie if you want and you pay me enough, sure. Yeah. And I'm not saying that passion can't still be in those sorts of projects. Um, it's just, it you get a different product, right? Transformers, oddly enough, in 2007 as well, is a whole different film than every other sequel that came after it. I agree. Because Money. getting the first one right was important. Yeah. After that, it's just a matter of give this man enough money and he will make a, a blockbuster, <laughs> right? Yeah. We will make our money back plus. This is a profitable train wreck. Ex- ex- yes, exactly. And that's most of Rob Zombie's films. Yeah. I, I Again, I just think he gets so much more right here. I love the backstory. I love, and here's the thing. You cannot tell me that this did not help get Halloween 2018 yeah. and Halloween oh, Kills back. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate what it did for the for the series. Because you watched 2018 and, and Halloween Kills clearly took influence. Let's get a bigger guy. Let's yes. get a physical actor. Let's amp up the scare of what this man, this beast can do. Bruh, Tyler yeah. Maine did it first. Yes, he did. Get off my porch. This, like, <laughs> I, like, Why are you on my porch, I just, sir? like, and it, it's not, it's not, I, you have genuine critique of Rob Zombie. I yeah. get that. But it's just like when people write out the Michael Myers of, of, of his film series yeah. and don't recognize the similarity with this resurrected yeah. one. Well, like, like hmm, I bias. appreciate Kid Michael. Kid Michael was great in that movie. I think oh, yeah. he did a fantastic job being creepy freaking kid. Right. And I think that Taylor Mayne did a fantastic job as adult Michael. Oh, gosh, I just, I love that. I do love you, that do man. You need a minute. It, it, it's him and like, um, uh, Ian White, who did the uh, later Predators of the oh, Predator yes. versus Alien movies, where Fantastic. something about, you know, it's one of those things where it's like Kevin Peter Hall, amazing man, really loved the craft of physical acting and mimery and everything. And he brought that to the first Jones. two Predator films. Absolutely. Uh, there's something about someone that sees that and is inspired by that and does their own thing somehow reaches me where I'm just yeah. like, this is such a love letter, right? And so Ian White coming in to play Scar in the newer movies and Wolf in AVPR, you can see the love letter of work that he did to capture what someone else did. Yeah. And Taylor Maine, I see the same thing of like, you can see how he crafted this character and did so much with it. Uh, with not a lot to work from, but clearly elements that people enjoyed. And so I I, th- I think he did just fantastic with it. And he did I beautifully. Just, I love his portrayal of Michael. Um, as I said, I'm not defending, and, and I'm not, I don't even feel the need to discuss Halloween 2, no. uh, Rob Zombies, or H2, as apparently it's called. Um, it It's... Brad Dourif is in both of those movies. The best thing about to mention it. the best thing about the second one is Brad Dourif. By the, the best way. thing about any movie with Brad Dourif <laughs> is Brad Dourif. is Brad Dourif. Um, Dune 1984 is fantastic, but Brad Dourif is in it, uh, and it's fantastic. So uh, Taylor Maine again did a yeah. great job. But yes, this was definitely more. We're not going to dictate you. We're not going to tell you what to do. Make a movie, uh, and I think we. same thing I criticized previous films for, right? I'm going to be fair. When you make a movie just to make money and don't actually care about the content, it's going to be worse. You see it in the result. So if, if anything, I would encourage giving Halloween 2007 a chance. Um, and I highly recommend 
ensuring like detox yourself of any like existing rob because if you go in with existing rob zombie motifs yes like because it's not even it it really doesn't even compare to like house of a thousand corpses or anything else he's done really it it's very tame by comparison oh and i forgot to mention i will not you know poo poo captain spaulding as a character in the slightest he is a fantastic creature oh yeah and, the, and he's and, the best part uh, of and that let's, series and, and i love every reference that yes. rob gave in in that one all right we get Tan- danny trejo right we get sid haig uh God, we sid get haig. i don't remember God, his name but uh the, the guy that um michael gets his uh jumper from the trucker oh oh, oh, oh who was oh, the oh. pimp in uh, those the- movies yeah, he like, was in From Beyond with this. It, he he gets all of his friends together, and dang it if they don't do a good job, yeah, right? It's so, passionate. I love it. Uh, it it but Rob Zombie's Halloween walked so that Halloween 2018 could run. Ooh, in my do opinion, I love this movie. 2018 is near perfect. Uh, yeah. David Gordon Green, who did this and Halloween Kills, uh, under uh, great influence of the classics, um, produced a really great sequel. Um, I've so already been upfront with, in sharing my positives of other films, I think it's apparent what I don't like about this movie. I, yeah. So I guess, first of all, since I've talked a lot about what I really like about a very least favorite Halloween movie, what, what are your opinions and what do you like about Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills? I love both of these movies so much because they have taken elements of previous slasher movies and just redone them and done them beautifully laurie strode is fantastic in this movie in my opinion because i love a crazy grandma um i i like the dynamic of the relationship between the mother and the daughter because of you know the complicated nature like how do you raise a kid after living through what you lived through to not be paranoid honestly i like I know you like the sibling connection. I kind of prefer the idea that Michael's after her because she got away. And that's the only reason. Because I, it kind of makes sense for why he would go back and kill Tommy Doyle and Meredith and everybody else. Because they got away that night. I don't know. I, it makes sense in my mind. Part of the big reason it doesn't work for me is because it's so random in the first one right it retroactively tries to make it seem intentful and it really it it, it's not set up that way right Mm -hmm. um for all intents and purposes until halloween 2 halloween 1 is happenstance it's this crazy guy that just gets a liking for a girl and decides to kill her and her immediate friends um it does and doesn't work for me right um, I think in some ways it gives presence to, again, what Dr. Mm-hmm. Loomis was fearful of, of this monster of a man, this pure evil, the kind that will come back after you. So in that way, yeah, it works for me that he would hunt her down. Yeah. But I quickly lose air at, with how persistent he is, I think is my thing. Um, I, I just think that so much... <laughs> Uh, so much trouble it's thrown his way for going after this random girl. Too much for it to be random. I get that. So I, I, I just appreciate the sibling thing is just such a clean, for me, it's a clean yeah. why. Why yeah. her? You know? And I, I think 
part of what makes me like this movie is I love the characterizations. I cannot for the life of me. Kate? Is that her the name? The daughter? Yes. Uh, maybe. I think. Uh, no, it's Karen. Karen is her name. I remember. <laughs> it would be. It would be. Because I remember thinking, yeah, that's a Karen. Um, for the first like half of the movie. Yes, it is Karen. Yeah. And I, I really like the way that she acted in this movie. Um, she's been in so many other things. I was going to say, it's remember. the only Judy Greer movie I like. Judy um, Greer, that's her name, yeah. Uh, and so just a quick shout out, because I mentioned, and I didn't remember it, uh, I have it now in front of me, James Jude Courtney. James, James Jude James Courtney, Courtney as Michael Myers is a great casting. He does a great job. Don't, as, a, as a legacy Myers, he's great. Oh, he's fantastic. Um, the last thing I'll say about it, so I just don't harp <laughs> on, is in my head canon, they're still siblings. I get that. Like, because this goes directly to Halloween 1, right? For me, my headcanon is, and I know they throw in that line specifically to spite me. Yeah. Of, no, this is what people made up. Like, well, yes, it is what we made up, and it comforts me at night. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you were comforted by Laurie Strode. I just, I just like it better. Like, I get that. You know what? I, my headcanon is that Kakruk is still somewhere in the Jedi Temple. And he my is. My headcanon is also that uh, Lori and Michael are still yeah. siblings. Well, and like, I I can talk for hours how much I love Crazy Grandma Lori Strode, but also just B.A. Hot Grandma so Lori this, Strode. So this was the other thing for me, right? So, um, and I'm not gonna, I don't want it to be a complete complaint fest. I get you. Um, oh, you're a perfect, I can complain about Rob Zombie, you I can complain about these. I didn't feel like they earned the Sarah Connor T2 take. I just I do. Do I get that trauma would change her? I yeah. Do I think she would raise her child differently? Yeah. I don't think it would have without without the sibling thing, without the later sequels. For for it's just a bit extreme for that <laughs> one encounter, right? Like, here's the thing. I'm speaking from someone who hasn't been chased by the boogeyman. I, so like, I know, I know somebody's gonna throw that at me as a counter. But what I'm, what I'm, I'm not saying she wouldn't be traumatized and live and do things different. I'm just saying I think that what we got was a little extreme. Yeah. Right? Because here's the difference. Sarah Connor knew that the Terminators in Skynet would try again. Yeah. She had reason to be afraid. Yeah. I get that. Lori, for the most part, didn't until she found out that Michael escaped again. Well, I think you could also add on the fact that he got up after falling out of a second story window and being shot. All the more reason he should have died. Um, I like I like that Halloween Kills goes back and justifies the that he was quote unquote saved. Yes. Right. Um, what I'll say, I, I think this is a great example of how sometimes repeating is okay because 2018 and Halloween Kills are both full of thick references and retakes of original content but it works i'm i'm not wholesale saying that every new like freddy movie should directly lift things i don't think it works for everything no. it really works here though That's why it new really Nightmare does is so good for for atmosphere i think it works well uh, and speaking of halloween kills this was one that we were watching and I kept looking at you to see if you had the same reaction as I, and did. I did not. And you did not. So I loved it so dang much. Yeah. And so I was vocal about that. 2018, I feel like we've sparsed out with our our opinions yeah. on 
like you like the new Lori, uh, you you like the direct follow up where he's uh, unconnected. I don't as much. Those are literally the only problems I have with that movie, though. Yeah, it's a I good say. movie. Helen Kills for me um, is flat, but it's pretty good. Uh, it's a really good movie, and it's as good as you can hope for in that it's not bad. Like what? What I mean by that? <laughs> like okay, first again in in the Halloween in the Halloween Haddonfield universe, you either have good movies or very very bad movies. In most of the time, here we have an example of it didn't outdo the first one, mm-hmm. but it, it didn't do anything to. bad. Yeah, you know. And so I get where some people are like bored with it or some people expected more. I mean, I guess me too, but yeah. at the same time, I'm also fine with what we got. Yeah, and it had some very great moments, like the mob scene in the hospital. I think that was fantastic filmmaking. I hated that. You hated it? So much. Why did you hate it? Um, I really, 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 really hate mob mentality stuff. That's the point. It gets to me so much. Uh, like, I mean, I physically do, like, that, comp- when we were watching this the first time, after that scene, I didn't absorb anything. Like, I just, yeah. I was so uncomfortable after that. I don't know what it is. There's something about scenes and films that use scenes like that where mob mentality takes over and someone innocent or or not even innocent but just not deserving of what they get gets something yeah. it, like well, it's it got to me we've seen the worst yeah we've well, seen yeah. very bad instances of that happening in real life and and i think that's the thing is it was you know hard you, to say in that it was just too real yeah for me to be entertained at best or at least indifferent at worst yeah um and so that one really just got to me, at least with um, H2O, right? Like something similar happens, but you don't know it. The The guy's wearing a Halloween mask. It's easy to be like, yeah. oh, this is Michael. Let's get him. Um, versus this one where it's it's clearly just humanity at its worst yeah. taking control. And I hate when art is too much like life, here's, I guess. Here's, I, get, I get that completely. Yeah. And, you know, I... I appreciate you being honest about that. Yeah, it, and that and that's just that's a completely me thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, it, for the first time, it dictated my opinion about this. Yeah. Um, minus that scene, I have a very different opinion about the film. Yeah. So, which is which is what I've said, and that it's it's fine. This movie is an even more like I'm not going to say hamfested because I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad. But it is very much driving in the reality of who the character of Michael is. And that right. is pure G-dang evil. Yeah. And he is the metaphor that is used to describe it, like a David Lynch film. Sure. And I think it's kind of a manifestation of what happens when we look a little bit too hard at evil mm-hmm. and then become the evil ourselves. Right. It's like the scene in Animal Farm where uh, the pigs are sitting at the dinner table with the humans and you can't tell the difference between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Have you read Animal nope. Farm? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody gets that Someone reference. Someone out there got it. Um, yeah, like when you stare back at evil and some somehow get this righteous, uh, fear, like this like Batman. obligation, um, 
to deal with evil, you then become the evil. Exactly. You know, and, like and, and I see that in Dr. Loomis was a metaphor poorly for that in the, the earlier films and everything. Didn't even mention Malcolm McDowell as no, we didn't. Uh, Dr. Loomis. I love Malcolm McDowell. I, <laughs> I hated that. Absolutely. He, like, they clearly went a different route with that, which I don't mind entirely. You don't like hot Malcolm McDowell? I, 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 thought, I thought he was fine. I just, I like that they just didn't even try to make him a good guy, though. I, I love that they just went straight for no, this guy's problematic, too. Oh, that's a problem I had with the, with Halloween 2018, was the doctor. I remember that. You didn't that. like that? I didn't like him. <laughs> I thought the, I, the actor was great. Loomis kind of thing? Exactly. Okay. I don't think that they should have, that they should have um, replaced Loomis. Here's the thing. Like, most of that still transpires without him. Yeah, right, like exactly. the bus crash, like the the stabbing of the 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 one cop. Dude. All of that still happens without the doctor. Exactly, he is ancillary. To so the plot. that's one of those elements where it's just like the the trope of the, we've got to have crazy doctor, yeah. right? No, no, you don't. No, you, you don't. don't. You don't. He had a nice mustache. Um, but that's about it. So as you said, Halloween Kills, I think, exists to drive home this this iteration of Michael mm-hmm. Myers. Right, it's another example. Yeah. It's a. It's an outing purely to show that he is pure evil Evil and all that. Um, Which, again, I think both of these films take elements that Rob Zombie did right, couple that with story elements of the classics that were right, and then you produce a sequel that's, at least for 2018, near perfect, and then a decent follow-up to that. And I'll say, there is a problem that I had with with, uh, Halloween Kills. Mm -hmm. Michael should have died. In my opinion, I think the problem, the problem would have been better. Here's the thing. So when Halloween 2018 was successful, they immediately were like, all right, great. We're going to do two more and finish this out because the next one is Halloween ends. It comes out next year. Right. Yeah. I think then they started working on this one and realized, crap, we don't have enough for two movies, guys. They killed Tommy Doyle. (laughs) And so like, that's my thing is they killed all the legacy and and so much of the marketing. They killed Big John and Little John. I don't, well, I, I care because I love them, but I don't care. Like, they killed all the legacy characters <laughs> yeah. that were in all of the freaking marketing. Like, they leaned on that so much. Like, and that's one thing I'm not excited for is this trope of Jamie Lee Curtis is the only legacy that matters. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, Paul Rudd's going to show up in the next one. I, again, I feel like they com- overcommitted to two films following yeah. 2018, and they needed to continue this past i i do think that it could have ended here yeah i agree but it's, that, it's not and hopefully they can do a good job michael has some very good um mass killing scenes in these in this movie mm-hmm. it's the opening scene with the firefighters i thought that that was great it like it got me energized for the rest halloween of the movie. 2 did it first with the fire I know. i'm just kidding i know i'm just kidding i know <laughs> Actually, but, I think uh, there was a Rob Zombie bit. Like, there was a bit in there where yeah, it, there was fire, right? Yeah. I think so. The imagery of Michael standing in the basement when the basement's on fire is beautiful. Oh, yeah. So, but anyway. but yeah. um, and, and then you had the firefighter scene and yeah. then the scene at the end. I thought that that was fun. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to make sense. Well, and, that, and that's the thing, right? So you have the beginning and the end of this that are connected. And then you have everything in between that's just killing spree. Like, it's just to emphasize this character and yeah. show him off right Ooh, the this is boyfriend's all, kill was good this is what everybody likes right michael myers just being a monster yeah well we like it when rob zombie doesn't direct it apparently 
I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm kidding. Sorry. I like like I said, it's just it this film leans on some of that that made that movie so good. Yeah. Uh it's just I I get it. Ram Zabi's not the necessarily the the name to attach to things, but but um I I do like that Michael Myers is actually and and same He's thing, imposing. Same thing I said of 2007 I say here. Michael Myers is now worthy of being a horror icon again. Agreed. Um not since the likes of the first two films has he been the kind of character that deserves to be ranked as high as uh Chucky, as Freddy, as Jason, you know, these these big names and Good icons. Good job kid, you earned it. Yeah, I think he has claimed a spot. He's gotten a few good movies that have made up for several bad ones. Yeah. Which is kind of the abnormal. Usually you get a, a good number of good ones and a few bad ones that ultimately kill a character. Like, you know, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, great example of losing uh, steam with a character because eventually we just had one really, 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 really bad one. Yeah. And now nobody's interested anymore. And, you know, that's that's the thing with horror franchises is you have to take the good, you have to take the bad, you take them both, and then you have the fact of life. Um, <laughs> yeah, poetic. <laughs> well, theme song. But, you know, you get movies like Freddy, uh, Freddy's Dead. You get movies like Jason Goes to Hell and Jason Takes Manhattan. Does that cancel out the good in that series? Does it cancel out Friday Part 7? No, in my opinion. Yeah. But you have to find the balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it, just piggybacking off of what you said, it, you, you run into franchises. It's the problem with franchises in general, is that there's always going to be one or two that's kind of less than the, the, the Yeah, the, the, more, the more you do, the greater the odds that eventually one is going to yes. suck, right? Exactly. Um, but I think if you have the right attitude about anything, Nothing sucks so much that you can't still enjoy something about it, right? And bringing in fresh, e- new ideas. Except for most of the Halloween movies. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise we wouldn't have had an episode to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you can still watch most of these. Maybe yeah. you enjoy ones we don't. Uh, we'd love to hear um, from you guys. Tell me about it. Um, but at the end, I think we agree. Michael Myers is a horror icon. Yes, he is. He is worthy. And... Hopefully he's ending next year, as the title would suggest. Dear God, let him die. I I think, I think it's good. I think I think now's a good time to end it, as much as we want to attach it to the uh, original, right? Yeah. Um, as far as the original Michael Myers, I think it is time for Halloween to end. Um, a reboot uh, in the future, maybe. Who knows? But I definitely think we can't keep. Like, we're not going to have in, in, like, 2033, like, you know, oh, Michael Myers, age 98, you know, chasing <laughs> chasing down Laurie Strode at the nursing home. Like, eh, at some point it gets ridiculous. I mean. I mean, unless they yeah. make him immortal. They did that to Jason and he got better, so who knows. He did. Zombie um, Jason made the series better. So let us know what your thoughts on the Halloween series are. If you saw Halloween Kills, um, let us know your thoughts on that as well. Uh, and... Odds are we'll be back next year uh, around this time to talk about Halloween ends. Uh, but until then, we have lots of stuff. Um, like I said, we have uh, a lot of Star Wars. We just hit 100 episodes, and now we're looking to 100 more. Um, we also have uh, tons of Nerdyverse episodes um, to finish. We've got to catch up. 
to that 100. And so um, we love a lot of other things that we plan to talk about uh, and we'll be talking about um, just some some of the exciting things uh, include a certain giant lizard's anniversary, a certain space fox's anniversary, and then the oddest trilogy of trilogies, I think, ever directed by a horror director turned superhero director. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm um, so, I'm so, lots of exciting that. things. So, uh, with that, it's a good reason to subscribe and follow us on social medias. Links in the description for staying connected. If you enjoyed this and want more of it, thank you to our patrons and everybody that listens. And we'll be back soon with something. Huh. It's got to be better than uh, any of the Halloween movies. It's got to be better than five. Yeah, that's the minimum. So five. we'll see you then. Well, we won't see you. You'll hear us. Can't do the actual song or copyright. Yes, because it sounds exactly like it. If it gets John Carpenter on the show.